I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the news du jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today, this episode, we are going to give you guys an update on the Kentucky shooting right here at the top. Then we're going to discuss California being re-energized by the rains and end today with a story about the Dalai Lama that is somewhat unfortunate, um, but definitely important to be aware of. So let's go ahead and jump in. So first up, I do have to issue a content warning here. This story involves a workplace shooting. So I wanted to update you guys with some more information on the Kentucky shooting that we discussed on yesterday's episode. At the end, we really only had like the bare minimum basic information for you guys yesterday, but we do have some more light we can shed on what happened. So basically this, as we mentioned yesterday, um, Five people were killed and six more were injured at a bank in downtown Louisville where a gunman opened fired at a team meeting, actually. So that's new information. There was some type of a meeting going on and he opened fired there. And it appears actually that the gunman had been an intern at the bank starting in 2018. He then graduated from the University of Alabama in 2020 with a Bachelor of Science in Commerce and Business Administration. He was a double major in finance and econ. He then went on to work full time at the old National Bank where the shooting occurred in June of 2021. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. Book an SUV or minivan for a family road trip, a pickup truck for some errands, or even test drive an EV. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Find your drive. Forget boring rental cars at Turo.com. So while the police have not yet speculated as to his specific motivations, it definitely appears to be some type of a workplace conflict that got out of hand. Workplace shooters make up about 30% of mass shooters in the United States, according to the Violence Project. The shooter was alone and was killed on scene by police after he opened fired at them. He was 25 years old. Local police did say that they were involving federal agencies in this case. Our heart goes out to all of the victims, their families, and anyone who is affected by this tragedy. And next up, we have some very exciting news, very positive news. California's largest reservoir is restored. 
You guys, remember California has been hammered since the beginning of the year with crazy rainstorms. But for years prior, they had been experiencing devastating drought. All of their water supplies were either low or completely tapped out. As we reported on on this podcast, the first round of rainstorms were not enough to change that or turn it around, but then they had another, and then a snowstorm, and then another rainstorm, and gradually they really have done the unimaginable and refilled their reservoirs. People are calling it climate whiplash, quote unquote, and it is that, extremes from one end to the other. Today, though, water is gushing into the California water system from the snowpack, and it should last them. It was announced that the state water project's supply increased from 35% to 75% capacity. Amazing. According to the LA Times, about 27 million people rely on that water. So this is amazing news and people can stop taking as extreme measures to preserve the water resources. And experts say there's no going back to what we used to call normal. This is the new normal. Extensive droughts punctuated by wet winters. Climate change's hallmark has always been extremes and very fast-paced storms. So this is what we can get used to unless something crazy happens to turn things around when it comes to the climate. And in other climate-related news, I did want to touch on a volcanic eruption in Russia. Yes, I actually had no idea that Russia had volcanoes. I mean, it's a big country, so I guess that makes sense that maybe they had one somewhere, but I have never heard of one erupting before that I can remember. But early on Tuesday morning, in a far eastern territory of Russia, it's kind of nestled between Japan and Alaska, a volcano started spewing thick clouds of ash. They flew up as high as 65,000 feet into the air. Several towns were swallowed by the clouds of volcanic ash. Locals have been advised to stay inside and keep doors and windows closed. There's no advisory to evacuate unless you have breathing issues, but emergency workers are currently working on securing the area. So let's hope everyone stays safe. Turo is the world's largest car sharing marketplace. With Turo, you can book any car you want, wherever you want it, from a community of local hosts. Browse a huge selection of vehicles for just about any occasion or budget. Book an SUV or minivan for a family road trip, a pickup truck for some errands, or even test drive an EV. Every trip is backed by liability insurance. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Find your drive. Forget boring rental cars at Turo.com. And lastly for today, I do have to issue a content warning with this story as well. This story involves child abuse. So unfortunately, we have to discuss a very strange situation that happened involving the Dalai Lama. So I actually studied Tibetan culture and the Tibetan diaspora at length in college. I even visited Dharamsala in India, where I stayed in the home of Tibetan refugees for a month. And 
witnessed and experienced their community in exile there. I taught English. I took jewelry making lessons and I ate their food. I prayed with them. And this has been such a heartbreaking situation to learn about for me, having been so deeply involved in the culture at one point. And I saw the Dalai Lama even when I was there. He waved as he passed by in his car. I met his right-hand man who also prayed with us. And I have deep respect for the Tibetan people, their cultural practices, and most of all, their strife. They have been through a lot. That said, as a Catholic especially, I am committed to exposing child predators wherever they exist. I don't care what your title is how much money you have, or what good you have done in the world. Children are to be protected always. Their safety is our collective responsibility. No exceptions. And a story has come out of the Dalai Lama asking a young boy to suck his tongue. Yeah. So this broke my heart too, and it made me sick to my stomach. I actually watched most of the video and had to turn it off because I couldn't watch it anymore. It was that disturbing. Seeing the Dalai Lama sticking his tongue way out at a child who was helplessly hesitating, not wanting to follow this command, he was being abused right before our very eyes. This incident also happened in front of a ton of people, a ton of news cameras. And that naturally makes you wonder if this man is bold enough to do something like that, what is he doing behind closed doors and in private? This video footage was taken in Dharamasala, where I stayed. The Dalai Lama's office did issue an apology via Twitter, and it read, quote, A video clip has been circulating that shows a recent meeting when a young boy asked His Holiness the Dalai Lama if he could give him a hug. His Holiness wishes to apologize to the boy, his family, as well as many friends across the world for the hurt his words may have caused. His Holiness often teases people. He meets an innocent and playful way, and even in public and before cameras, he regrets this incident, end quote. Yeah, so there's a lot to unpack with that apology, quote unquote. He doesn't acknowledge what he did at all or take accountability for doing something completely out of turn. He actually, by saying that the the boy asked to give him a hug, that he's almost putting the onus on the child saying, oh, well, the child initiated things. And that is just so incredibly wrong and on so many levels. I'm sure there's someone way more qualified to unpack that than I am. So we'll just leave it at that. But this is a man, let's remember, who has been awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. He runs major foundations. He has 19 million followers on Twitter. He is recognized and revered world over. And it just feels like there's so much power in that, that is being abused and children are vulnerable. That child wandered up to that man with love and admiration in his eyes. You can see it in the video. He was so vulnerable and he was taken advantage of by a 78-year-old man in front of the world. And all I can hope is that this 
awareness of his character helps protect other children from any further abuse. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, Mockingbirds don't do one thing but make music for us to enjoy. They don't eat up people's gardens, don't nest in corn cribs. They don't do one thing but sing their hearts out for us. That's why it's a sin to kill a mockingbird. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oklahoma. Oklahoma.